What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new Young Daddy. What's going on, people? This is the after Thanksgiving episode. I didn't even tell you guys there wasn't going to be a Thanksgiving episode. You know, I was just like, you know what? I'm going offline for a couple days, which I didn't really do a good job of. I was still posting the thirst traps, you know, still taking pictures with cute dogs. That's what I do. You put a corgi near me, it's going on Instagram. Those are the rules. Them the rules, folks. I don't create them. I just follow them, you know. But, uh, you know, probably most of you guys are spending time with your families or you were at home watching Netflix, doing your thing. I'm not a huge Thanksgiving guy. I There's a lot of stress that comes with hanging out with the family. You know what I mean? Especially, like, my family. There's all kinds of fucking craziness at the table, you know. Like, I remember one time my grandma hadn't seen my brother in years. We sat down at the dinner table. First thing she said to him was, so... How much weight have you gained? That was her icebreaker. Was how much weight have you gained? No hello. No how have you been? Just man, you've gained a lot of fucking weight, haven't you? What have you been eating? So, you know, you got to manage expectations with people like that. But uh, it's been good, man. I'm, I'm flying out of here tomorrow, today, really. When you're hearing this, I'm getting back to New York City. Got some fun shows coming up to round the year out. Got a lot I got to do before, uh, you know, before the end of this this is like the point of the year where you start getting all your goals together for the next year. I'm happy to say this year went pretty fucking good, you know. Next year, there's some things I came up short on, but, you know, we'll take care of it next year. Start putting that list together of like, oh, this is going to be the year I finally get jacked. I'm just going to, oof, I'm going to get so shredded. Oh, they're not even going to know I hit them, you know. And then the end of next year comes around, you lost 10 pounds. You're like, all right, I came pretty close. I came pretty close. Still look like shit, but closer than ever, you know. That's what you do. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for tuning in. I'm glad you guys are here. If you're enjoying the episode, you know the deal. Post us to Instagram. Tweet at us. I always say us to just to make it sound like it's not me. I guess it's an intimacy issue. But, <laughs> you know, if you're enjoying it, throw us online. The show's been growing. We've been growing. This show was always a grower and not a shower. But lately, I'll tell you, we've been showing too. We're kind of in that middle, that middle package size. You know what I mean? And uh, even in Raleigh, I mean, I was in uh, I was in Raleigh visiting the folks in North Carolina. People who listen to the podcast walked up to me at the fucking bars, and that's insane. I can't get over that. In North Carolina, first of all, I can't believe people here know what a podcast is on top of, you know, listening to Young Daddy. Look at that. Shout out to Katie. I think that was your name. There's It's mostly Katie's and Sarah's down here, you know, so shout out to you. And uh, in New York, that... that and the very nice lady from Arlene's Grocery who walked up and said hello. Shout out to you guys. Um, anyways, we got some very fun fan questions this week. I just posted this like uh, today, and there was some really fucking good ones so far. I gotta say, um, this uh, we'll knock it out with an easy one up top. This is from Hey, it's Eb. What's your opinion on long distance relationships? From Hey, it's Eb. This is such an easy question for me. I could never do a long-distance relationship. You know why? Because you can't get your dick sucked over Skype. All right? You just can't. Not doing it. That's as simple as it gets to me. Like, how are you going to be in a relationship with somebody and you can't get blown? You can't even... I can't even understand it. You know what I mean? Like, Even if I was like married to somebody, if I had to go on a trip for two weeks without them, I'd be like, listen... 
it's time we take a break, you know? No, I'm kidding. Of course, there's going to be trips that come around. When you go on that two-week trip or that week vacation, you got to send the dick pics out, you know? You got to start sending nudes. I remember this one girl I dated. I went over to, I flew out to L.A. for like two weeks, and she hated like sending nudes and like sexting. She just like wasn't comfortable with it. And I would like always still, you know, want it being like a horny dude. So, uh, but as I was like, yeah, like, what do you want me to do when I get back? You know, like, you know, this is years ago. This was before I learned as much as I did about the old sexting game. And she would reply like, oh, I just, you know, I'm going to do bad things to you. And I could just tell her heart wasn't in it. And that's what, uh, that was a problem. You know, your heart's got to be in it. You got to find somebody who their heart is in it on the things you care about. You know, nobody wants to get a dick pic if the heart's not in it. That's going to be in a poem one day. But yeah, if I mean, l- l- long distance relationship is kind of like a last resort for a lot of people. It's like, you know, what, we love each other. I don't want to see you with anybody else. Let's try it. And sometimes folks cheat. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they make it work. I mean, it's not perfect conditions for anyone, I think. But I actually know one guy who's in a long distance relationship. His girl lives in Florida, you know, and he lives in New York. And he flies down like at the end of every month for a few days. And for them, it's like perfect that, you know, at the end of every month, they get all their fucking out and then that's it. You know, some people are crazy like that. It is what it is. You know, I'm not. I'm a perfectly sane, reasonable man. There's no room for that. You know, my voice is a little fucked. Um, Here's another question. I actually, I felt a very passionate response to this one when I read it today. This is from Jay Marie So. She says, moving to a new city in six months. Is it okay for me to switch my hinge city to my new one and start looking? What do you guys think? Ask yourself this honestly. What do you think? Is that okay? Is it not okay? I think this is a very important question. You know, I think this is, this is one of those things that people are trying to figure out right now. This is on the top of people's minds. Is it okay to do? The answer is fuck no. Definitely not especially not in six months. You know what You know what the worst feeling in the world is? You, you find somebody online, you're having a great conversation, you're hitting it off, you know, which happens like 1% of the time. You're both laughing, picturing your lives together. And then you're like, yeah, so let's get coffee. And she goes, oh, I, I actually don't live there yet. I live, in, I live in Germany and I won't be there for another six months. I'm very sorry. There's nothing that fucking makes your dick go soft faster than that, knowing that it's all down the drain. Also, who knows, in five months, you might not even end up fucking moving to that city. You know, you never know. So no, don't waste your goddamn time. Live in the moment. Stay in the city you're in. Keep, you know, whoring around there. But like, once you're a week out, you know, then maybe. I think that's the cutoff. Once you're one week away, you can start to set up dates for the next week. But you could also just wait until you get there. You know, figure out the other shit. Start, make sure you pack everything so that way you're not fucking getting there and you're like, oh, I have a date, but I also forgot my fucking dog. You don't want to do that, you know? So no, don't, don't fucking do that. People probably would, uh, would disagree, but that, that's where I stand, you know? Here's a question from uh, Murda. This is a, I love this question. She goes, how do I talk my boyfriend into letting me peg him? This is, by the way, this is the third time that she's wrote this question in. I always forgot to answer it. The first time was like, the time is right. I just want to peg him. How do I do it? You know, how do I do it? And the way she worded it was like she was going to get him in his sleep. But <laughs> this, is a, this is a tricky one, man. I, 
I could never let a woman peg me. And I realized, I had a whole conversation with my buddies about this, about why I could never let a woman peg me. And it's not because I don't think I would enjoy it or I think I would enjoy it. It has nothing to do with that. My only fear is that if I let my girlfriend peg me, it would change the power dynamic in our relationship later. You know what I mean? Like, that's got to change the balance of your relationship. Like, you're in the kitchen and you're like, hey, babe, like, you didn't wash the dishes, you know? All of a sudden, the chores change. Now you're doing dishes. You know what I mean? She's fucking cleaning the grill. You don't want you. That's what I'm afraid of, you know? It's just, how am I supposed to be the man of the house after that? You know, after I've just been dominated in the most dominant ways, I just, I don't get it, you know? All of a sudden, she's taking the trash out because you don't want to go out alone at night. I don't want to be that guy. So, but if he's into it and he's not as insecure about his manhood as I am, <laughs> you know, bring it up. Or here's what you could do. Maybe this will, uh, maybe this will be exciting. Go out, buy the strap on. Just go buy it. Just risk it, you know? Risk the 30 bucks. Buy it. Put it in the fucking nightstand. And next time you guys are going at it, Say, I got a surprise for you, chief. Pull that thing out. See what he says. Have a conversation, you know. Worst case scenario, he puts it on, double penetrates you himself. Huh? You didn't think that could happen, did you? That's right. That's what you call a beautiful plot twist. I should start writing pornos. That would probably be, uh, man, I wonder if that's been a porno. I feel like people would watch that, you know. Okay, the next question here is from Dizzy0214. He says, what do you do when you really like a girl but she doesn't drink or go out? That's a very interesting question, man. Here's the thing. A lot of people think that you have to either drink or go out together with a girl. You know, why don't you invite her for coffee? Why don't you invite her to walk around the library and pick out her favorite books? And then you get a library card and then, you know, you take the books and then you never return them and you owe them $8.13 for the rest of your life as you do you know why don't you do that why don't you take her to a gallery man why don't you take her to a museum where you can both learn where you can both grow as people you know how about that you ever think of that <laughs> how fucking ridiculous be if somebody actually ended sentences like that you ever think of that instead of that I bet there's somebody out there like that I don't know why don't you ask her what she's into you know see what she's into i'm sure she's if she's just she doesn't go out at all there's got to be something she's down to do you know and then be like oh i've never done that thing why don't we try that she's like yeah i'm really into netflix and blowjobs you're like huh that sounds like fun i've never done that you know let's try it out give it a shot see what she's into it doesn't always have to be going out or getting drinks like if you're like dating somebody and you're in a relationship or something you shouldn't go to the club together you know that's for other fucking idiots who are trying to find somebody and it's never succeeding how many people do you know that like met somebody in a club and they're like happy together not going to club still trying to get other people's attention it doesn't fucking happen you know so see what she's into try that out she can be like yeah i'm really into film i love film and that's where you go, you know what? There's this brand new movie playing. It's got Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. We got to watch it. And then you go watch it, you know? You get the fucking popcorn. You get the ticket from the 16-year-old virgin at the counter. Shakily, he hands you a ticket. That's the whole the whole dream of it, you know? That's making memories together. Do that. Try that out, you know? 
Here's a question from um, Kinetic Flow MMA. She goes, is there a cure for basic bitch syndrome? If so, what can be done? This sounds like a WebMD question. <laughs> it's like a medical term, basic bitch syndrome. Yeah, there's, I mean, th- that's definitely a real thing. I'll tell you, I was down south all week. I saw a lot of that. All right, A lot of Michael Kors bags over a fucking, you know, sweater that everybody else is wearing at the bar. There's a lot of that. You know, I don't know what can be done. There should be ways to improve this condition. I'm trying to think. I would think uh, reading more, maybe finding some cool Instagram accounts to follow that can kind of switch your style up. Don't do Starbucks for a whole month. Just detox straight off the Starbucks. No more fucking Ugg boots. No Starbucks. Nothing with pumpkins for the rest of fall. That's it. That's step. Those are the three most important steps, okay? No pumpkins, no fucking Starbucks. It's another thing, you know. No more pictures of you and dad together on Instagram about how much you love your family. You know, go edgy for a little while. Start a Tumblr. Retweet some some dark shit. Let people go, oh, shit, Megan's gone through something. I think she's changing. That's I think that's step one, that you got to make people feel like, you know, like you're doing, you're doing other shit. Do that. And I guarantee you'll grow out of it. You know, nobody wants to be basic in any way. So th- as a doctor, that would be my medical advice. You know, and I think it's good advice. Honestly, I really do think so. Here's a question from Zeke Jordan. Is it normal for a straight guy to ever watch gay male porn? Is it normal? Man, that, I feel like I can I can feel people's fingers ready to type on this one. I, what porn is normal? And let's answer that first. Is there any such thing as normal porn? Do you, you ever watch in a porn and you're like, yep, yeah, this is probably healthy for me. That's never happened, okay? In terms of, you know, it does that make you gay? If that's your question, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I like I've had friends who have like hooked up with men before you know they'd be like hooked up with two guys and be like yeah i'm not gay you know i've hooked up with two dudes i'm not gay and i'm like yeah i believe you sure not that it matters you know i don't care but yeah no problem but if he was like yeah you know what i've hooked up with eight or nine guys i'm not gay though he's like i just hooked up with one yesterday and maybe one tomorrow but i'm not gay i'd be like eight or nine eight or nine you know, that feels like a lot. That feels like if you're in the mall and they're giving you that sample eight or nine times. I think by, you know, the second time you try it, you got to make a decision. Once you put that barbecue chicken in your mouth, you either got to decide you're going to go order some or that's going to give you diarrhea or you're not. You know, you're, gonna, you're just going to decide you don't want it. So I don't know about eight or nine. If you're watching it on occasion and it just turns you on, you know what? Maybe you just, you're just into it. Maybe you're somewhere in that spectrum that we're all on. Where you like certain things and uh, other people don't. You know, it's hilarious. I just realized as I'm answering this question, I'm recording this in a in a huge closet. <laughs> I had to record this in a private room, so I just chose a huge closet. I'm fucking answering a question about whether this makes you gay in a quite literally a huge closet. That's pretty tremendous. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking watch what you want. You're you're definitely gonna have questions on your own mind of like, oh shit, what does this make me? You know, but I also think when it comes to stuff like porn, like we watch shit that we might not even necessarily be into because it's like a porn is like a progressive thing. You get bored of shit and then you want to you know take it up a notch. 
It's like once you get used to the mild salsa, you want to go to medium, you know? Once you get used to the medium, you want to go to hot. You want to see what's up there. You want to see what you can handle. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think it depends on what's in your heart. What do you want at the end of the day? You want to go hook up with a dude? You know? I don't know. Go do it. Who gives a shit? It's so funny. This this reminds me of, uh, I've been in North Carolina, and it's always so fucking stressful being around, like, your hometown. It has its own stresses, you know? But it, I was having, like, weird dreams all week, and I realized you should never explain your dreams to a friend, ever. There's nothing to gain. There's no point. Because you try to break it down with your friend, and then you just, like, I was telling my brother, I was like, man, like, it was crazy. Like, we, we were all in this haunted house together, and there was, like, ghosts everywhere, and then I sucked a dick. And <laughs> my, my, brother, my friend was like, wait, 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 wait. Which, which? what and i was like all right never mind you know what? let's just drop this okay i don't even know which part of this i want to dissect let's just leave it so never you never have to fucking go into dreams it doesn't make any sense it's all just subconscious firings um let's see what else is on here i got it we, there, somebody emailed a pretty decent question earlier let me pull that up or uh here's one from uh i'm not supposed to say her name i don't think because both of them listen Here's one it's from, uh, yeah, I can't say her name, from Anonymous Lady. I've got a question for your next podcast. Don't mention my name, though, because he listens, too. This guy I used to see wouldn't commit to me, but at the same time would string me along like we were a couple, which is weird because he's a lot older than me, so you'd think he'd want something a bit more serious. Anyway, I ghosted him because, well, fuck him. I don't come second to nobody. Love it. Love that so far, okay? I'm into that. I feel like everybody should feel that way. She goes, lately, he's been seeing a new girl and messaging me, wanting to get with me. He says they are just friends, but I know that's a lie. I want to fuck him because the sex is great, but at the same time, I don't want to give him power over me. What should I do? Oh, man. Um, it depends on what you want out of him. Do you, it kind of sounds like you wanted to be like his main lady, you know? And uh, oh, that's tricky. You want to hook up with him because it was a great lay, but you also don't want him to win. I mean, he, yeah, and it's like if if you can go into it going, you know what, I'm just in this for the sex and that's it, and I'm not going to like let anything else play out, go for it, you know? Get your nut. But I hate that sentence, by the way. Get your nut. Ugh. Can't believe it. I even said it. Gross. Just disgusting. What's a better way to to say that? Get Is there any way? A better sentence There's like Get your rocks off uh, None of them sound good They're all these outdated Like from fucking 1940s terms I don't know But Yeah if you can walk into it With that attitude Then sure Why not You don't really have anything to lose Or If you really care about The power of it Fucking start stringing him along A little bit You know Tease him back Be like Oh yeah Maybe not tonight I got this other guy coming over That'll That'll get a reaction Huh God I I'm like a I'm like a supporting character that's like a total bitch in like a women's r romantic comedy, you know. Tell him you're seeing another guy tonight, and you and you'll message him depending on how it goes. Just do that, Carol. This is not going to end with you getting shot by this guy, you know. That's <laughs> that'd be that'd be me as a character in one of these fucking shows. But yeah, you could go either either way on that. It's up to you. Do you want to, you know? You, but if you if you do decide to fuck him, you got to. Turn the emotions off. Show up. You know, fucking get get out of there. And just roll out and be like, no, I'm busy. I got shit to do. I don't have time to, to talk and stay. Hit them with the power play. You know, that's got to be the move. Here's a question from M. Thomas. Lev, got a question for you. That's me. 
recently picked up a fuck buddy that's part of our guy friend group. Pretty spacey, doesn't need too much attention like me, so it's perfect. We've been on quite a sex binge since it's the holidays, and all of our friends are together. However, we had dead sober sex for the first time. Still was great. Okay. I was expecting a twist there. I was expecting her to be like, we had sober sex for the first time. Didn't realize he was Chinese. You know, I should have probably picked that up the first nine times. But no. Had sober sex for the first time. Still was great. But most basic girls would say that's a huge deal. Do you agree? Yes or no? Do rules need to be reiterated to make sure nobody crosses the feelings line? Here's the thing. When I got this question today, I realized that women actually care about this. The first time that you guys hook up sober. I had no goddamn idea. I had no clue that was... Because, like, I feel like most of the time when I hook up with somebody for the first time, I'm, like, pretty sober. So I never even thought of that. To me, that's just, like, so entirely normal. I think it's weird that everybody's trying to get shit-faced to hook up with each other. You know? Why do, who even, why do you even need to get there? You know what I mean? To me, it's like... It's like I almost want to be, like, as close to sober as possible. Because, you know, you want it to be, like, a a real experience and, you know... An, an actual connection and all that like it doesn't mean anything to me i mean of course you can go grab drinks with somebody get tipsy start making out whatever it's not, you know good social lubricant but you know i don't think it's a big deal at all i don't think anything needs to be reiterated I, I, that's that's my opinion I, I think that that's actually really only something that women think of too that it feels like a new rule you guys invented i don't think men give a shit you know i don't think men think about it in that way at all so I think the only time you need to reiterate to make sure that uh, people don't cross the feelings line is if you feel like you need to do that. I don't think it has anything to do with if you were sober, if you weren't, you know, it's just if you start feeling like uh, somebody's getting attached, bring it up. Be like, hey, just, you know, like, you know, my priorities are still just being casual here. That's all I want out of this. I'm sorry. Okay. So, you know. That's that's where I stand. I've had I definitely had to do that before. When you 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 know you catch a girl, you you start to see those emotions happening, and you go, hey, I just want to remind you, like this is gonna be like purely what it is. Like I'm not looking for anything more serious at this time. You got to do what you got to do. You got to say those things, and usually the person will go, yeah, yeah, no, totally, of course, and they're just lying to themselves, and they're still into it, and they still want you, but uh, you know, and that's usually where it falls apart. Not long after that, you know, but. It's amazing how many people write into me with uh, very similar experiences to that. I feel like people have that happen all the time where uh, they try to manage the expectation of like, no, like, you know, I have feelings for you. And then the person's like, yeah, but this is just going to be casual. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. All right. Because you said that my feelings just went away and I'm not just going to quietly cry next to you forever. You know, I feel like once somebody starts to get those feelings, which one of you probably will if you're having great sex. It's possible, you know. Then, 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 but there's also there's an expiration date on everything, as past guest Tiago said, on every relationship. Um, we'll do one more quick fan question. This is to the email. Remember, if you have a question, you can always email the show, show at gmail.com before we hit this last question. Make sure you can email there if you have a longer question or whatever you want to ask advice. You just want to send some fan mail, you can always send it there. I'm checking that thing, you know, at least once a day. So, um, yeah. This is from Megan Braun. Hey, Lev, or should I call you daddy? I don't know. We'll see what the rest of the email says first. First off, I fucking love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Just started listening late last week after hearing you on Girls Gonna Eat. Uh, right. Yep. Shout out to them. Great. 
Love Raina. Love Ashley. Super pumped to add you. Blah, 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 blah. My question, or maybe something I'm curious about, is guys' perspective on athletic women. That's what I'm curious about. This includes women who prioritize fitness and those who have a more athletic slash muscular build. I got to say, weird flex, but okay. You know, <laughs> this is like getting an email that's like, hey, man, like I'm, I'm worried my dick's too big. You know, what do you think? My dick is too athletic. Do you think it'll be a problem? She says, uh, she, she proceeds to send me her workout schedule, which I love. She goes, I do, I work out five to six times a week, alternating cardio, strength core for about 45 minutes. So, yeah, I've got calves and some decent. This is a hilarious person. That, shout out to you. I love your confidence. I, lo- I love the bravado here in a gym email. Um, Okay, she goes, back in my late teens, I had an ex mentioned that, or early 20s, I had an ex mentioned I was too fit and muscular. I was pretty upset and bothered back then. Nowadays, I'm pretty damn confident as I work hard for my body. Um, however, one of my hookups earlier this year texted me afterwards saying I was so fit with a hard eyes emoji. Then days later, he literally stopped talking to me. I don't really care, but I just find it rather childish as he seemed to be into. Maybe it's something else entirely, which it totally is. I can tell you right now, it's no dude's just going to compliment like your body and, and, that's going to be the, the the issue later you know it, it must have been something else maybe he was like hey how was uh you want to grab a drink on friday and you're like you know what i can't do friday i gotta watch my macros i've already got 53 grams of carbs in me you probably sent him the workout schedule you know keep that in until date number four keep it in no matter how much you want to flex you know, and she goes, anyways, I didn't expect to ramble on this long. Just curious about the male perspective on women who are a little more muscular and athletic. Thanks in advance to keep it up. I'm sure I'll have more questions later. Sincerely, Meg. Thank you for the question, Meg. Um, yeah, you fucking take care of your body and exercise. It's awesome. Good for you. Seriously. You're, you know, that's that's a great thing. Just going to the gym alone, that's a fucking hard thing to do. You're doing it. You're kicking ass. That's great. You know, um, so p- d- dudes definitely have preferences. My brother... For example, loves when chicks have like abs, like prominent abs. I'm not into prominent abs. You know, I like a little, little, you know, softer there. But that that's what he's into, you know. And a lot of uh, a lot of my guy friends are really into like toned, ripped chicks. I'm a, I'm a little more, you know, uh just like a like to a, to a skinny type or like, you know, little curvier. Depends. Everybody's different. You know, you can't can't even really explain what you're attracted to do sometimes. Sometimes it's just a chemistry thing. But uh yeah, and then there's also guys who are just like into bigger chicks. Bunch of dudes like that. So there's probably like three or four different general main body types. You know, you're on one end of it. Find a dude who's into that. It shouldn't be hard. That's what, all, you know what you what you should do? You should fucking meet somebody at your gym. You're going to the gym seven days a week. You know, you gave me your whole goddamn routine on one of your core days. When you know when you're doing those fucking sit-ups, every time you do a sit-up, check out somebody else in the gym. This is going to work out the neck as well. Turn your head, check out another dude, send those eyes out, you know. If you like somebody, start working out together. Go grab drinks. Or if you don't grab drinks like the other guy mentioned, you know, fucking get a uh get a get a protein coffee or whatever you fuckers drink. Do that. So, I think that'd be perfect for you. If you can find a dude to work out with, who's into just, like, a super fit, responsible chick, and that'll help him, like, you know, be on top of a shit like that. I think that's that's the best of both worlds right there. That's what you should do. Um, so shout-out to you, Meg, 
appreciate you sending in the email. I appreciate you guys tuning into the episode. As always, I'm always so excited to be able to just talk and chop it up with you guys on this kind of shit. And uh, as always, go on iTunes. Take three seconds to leave that five-star review. Hit that five-star review. Write a little something. You know, make it sexy. We'll post it to Instagram. We'll talk about it. We'll make it real. We'll make it sexy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, tell a friend about the show. Post this to Instagram if you're enjoying it. And uh, keep sending those DMs. Keep sending those fan questions. And other than that, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, got some big announcements coming out very soon, probably next week's episode. But I'm so excited to see the show growing. I'm glad you guys have been enjoying it. I got some very special guests on Thursday's episode. It's going to be such a fun episode. Make sure you're tuning in. And uh, I'll see you guys then. Have a great, have a great week, y'all. I'll see you on Thursday. Fucking do something that you've been meaning to do that you haven't done yet. Get that shit done before Thursday. All right. If you, you know, something you needed to do, get it done. Put some love out there. I'll see y'all in a couple days. Peace. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully, you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I want to tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.